the journey down is an animated and vibrant celebration of dance song projections and otherworldly sound coming together to transform an old car wreck into a traveling canvas of story and culture. The car is about to embark on a 3,446 epic journey from Kananara to Perth through the Kimberley, Pilbara, Gascoigne, Midwest and finally on to Perth. And uh, joining me to explore this epic journey is uh, Tos Maoni, Event Artistic Director. Welcome to NITV Radio, Tos. Oh, thank you, Bertrand. It's, uh, it's a delight to be here. And uh, as we uh, as we prepare for the big journey down, yeah, the big journey down. I gather it's a project bringing together many artists, indigenous and non-indigenous. It's been a long time coming, bringing so many people together. How did you get involved in uh, this uh, project? Well, our organisation Tura has um, has been uh, doing collaborative work, uh, intercultural collaborative work. Uh, across the Kimberley and Pilbara and even the Northern Territory for the last 20 years, Bertrand. And um, this is a, a, a very much a sort of two-way exchange uh, process between the Indigenous and non-Indigenous artists and, and peoples, really. Uh, and it's been... Much of that 20 years has been, you know, developing relationships and understanding and, and trust uh, with communities, organisations and individuals and certainly one of the highlights, one uh, community that uh, there's been a lot of collaboration with is the Warman community in uh, East Kimberley. It's a community about 200 kilometres southwest of Kananara um, and is Warman community is the community main community of the Gidja people. Really this process itself started when as part of that ongoing intercultural collaboration when uh, the Warman Arts Centre and Tour joined together to bring an artist called John Rose to Warman to do um, a project which was an ongoing process for John which is turning old car wrecks into musical instruments. We'd done it the year before in Lombardania which is in the West Kimberley and then in 2017 we did it in um, uh, in in Warman, and it was a big success. Community really got into it, um, and it might sound like a sort of almost gimmicky, gimmicky strange thing to do, but it's actually uh, an incredibly powerful process, not only the, the making of, but then the playing of, just in brief, um, by welding all sorts of other... Uh, you know, a wreck was found, and then other parts of other wrecked cars were welded onto it to make a giant percussion instrument and then from the front to the back of the car is strung um, fence wire and with fence strainers and these are you know so it turns it into a big stringed instrument so these wires get um, bowed with cello bows then the whole thing is amplified and it just makes a incredibly powerful sound object Quite an elaborate process, and uh, it also appears that uh, this uh, project has been in the making for quite a long time. That happened in 2017. The WA Museum was very interested in the project. I should say, Bertrand, all along the way, um, this was being documented, filmed and photographed. The year after, Tura commissioned through the Warman Arts Centre 10 uh, Gidger artists to do paintings on, on the object, on the car, so this made it even a more powerful, uh, engaged uh, project. 
again, that was documented. And then two years later, I'll, I'll try and keep the story short. There's all sorts of side short stories involved. Okay. Uh, the museum acquired the object and all the documentation to put it on permanent display at the Perth Museum. So this is the State Museum we're talking about, uh, Bula Badeep, it is called in, in Nyunga language. Then we came up with the idea of it would be great to, to create a sort of performance project, um, again, a sort of intercultural performance project, and tour that all the way down. And, and so the idea of the journey down, which is literally from now Kananara, which all the way down to Perth. So we've created this program which involves the car being performed, uh, some Gija and Mirong. Uh, Mirong are the is the language group and traditional owners of the area that's known as Kununurra, um, and have a long history of sharing culture and, and law together. So their dancers and songmen are part of the uh, program, as well as uh, non-Indigenous performers, musicians, together with some amazing footage that has been recorded over the, the period of elders, elders and artists telling the stories that are painted onto the object. And uh, further, the, some of the paintings have actually been animated uh, by an artist called Sohan Hayes, and they get projected back onto the object and, and onto a, a giant screen made of corrugated iron. So that's a long answer to your question, Bertrand. Yeah, yeah it's a long answer, but again, it just uh, sparks my curiosity to learn more about this object. You should have given it a name so that uh, that name stays engraved in uh, one's memory. I can just picture well, it. <laughs> Sorry, well, that's a good good uh, provocation to tell you the name. It has a Gidja name, which is um, called Wanneral Nurnural. So um, um, uh, um, it actually literally means old car. <laughs> yeah. So Nurnural is the Gidja word for a car, and Wanneral means old. So um, that's the name the elders have given it. Um, so Wanneral Nurnural. Wanneral Nunural, old car. Cars play a big role in our culture in Australia. They great open roads and all that. And bringing this uh, object uh, to life uh, requires a lot of work. You've just um, just given us in a few words what was involved in it. Mm. Now, rehearsals could be quite a challenge because uh, you said there's uh, some percussion and uh, string instruments on another side. How do you rehearse on an instrument like that? Um, well, pretty much the same way as any instrument. Um, um, we, we have uh, on the non-Indigenous artists we have involved in this project, um, Vanessa Tomlinson, who's the head of percussion at, at uh, Queensland Uni, and um, Aviva Andine, who's an amazing um, multi-instrumentalist, and Tristan Parr, who's actually a, a fabulous cellist. So they bring all those skills to playing the object. And we actually did have a re- sort of development uh, last year where we all spent a week with it along with uh, Chris Griffiths, Mirong dancers, songmen and, and, and some Gidja artists as well. So um, it, it's a matter of, um, yeah, look, pretty much the same sort of rehearsal as you, you'd do for any sort of performance. But, the, of course, bringing in those um, uh, other, tr- the older traditions into a, into a sort of theatrical framework. As you say, it is a challenge to make sure that um, things aren't being constrained at, at the same time as things working all together. And uh, we've still got another, we've still got, uh, another 10 days to go of development and rehearsals to, to bring it all together for the world premiere and in uh, Kalanara. Yeah, that will be on the 24th of August, uh, precisely. This object, uh, 
a car is a massive instrument. I think one of the biggest would be like one of those uh, church <laughs> organs and all that. Uh, how do you bring it on stage? You must require a special uh, stage to be able to fit. It would be also heavy. Um, <clears throat> the stages for the tour is is the ground everywhere we at all the venues that we're at, whether that be um, the Kanara Picture Gardens or the Jumba, which is the traditional dance grounds at and Warman. So it really is the ground. We it's a, we have we've had a custom built car trailer built to, to protect it, and you know it gets rolled on it off and on back onto that car trailer everywhere it needs to be. So. Um, uh, you, you know the the ground is the stage. Um, as I said, sort of the stage is marked by this big uh, corrugated iron steel um, screen. Um, but then you know it, and then special lighting that we've got to, for the show. Mm-hmm. So it, look, it's it's still a pretty massive undertaking from a production point of view, especially going to remote communities and and uh, towns that we we are going to. But uh, all is in hand, Bertrand. Yeah, in Australia we have the old uh, Ford uh, versus Holden. Uh, will uh, the rivals be able to recognize which brand they bark for and uh, spark more conversations about? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've already published what it is, which is a, a 1976 Mazda Ute, um, you know, which you know Mazda not necessarily given for renowned for its uh, outbackness, but uh, look up. I'll, I'll let others comment on that. But look, the the point you made before, Bertrand, uh, you know, car, the car in Australia, especially the vehicles in the outback, have not only played, you know, a critical role in the last 100 years, but, uh, you know, they are imbued with story and, and culture for that matter. There's all sorts of stories aligned with um, with cars and their, and their, you know, their importance and, and not just, not, in themselves, but the stories that they carry, and these old wrecks that um, um, create a really um, interesting and important visual element in the in, in outback Australia now um, it, it is very much part of culture. So, um, as I say, this is not this is not just some gimmick. Oh, let's turn a car into an instrument, and, you know, da da da. Um, it really is the connection is and a lot of the stories that are getting told in fact we're running a parallel um, community engagement program with people um, sending in uh, 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 stories connected with old cars and travel and uh, you know the wrecks that are in the landscape so um, and look to be sure a wreck is necessarily is not, not something that's been involved in an accident it's really the the car has had its use as a as a vehicle and and is in that now rusting away in, in beautiful ways in the, in the environment. So um, it's it's those that we we are sort of focusing on here. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I can't wait to see it. Now, mm. before I let you go, Tos, mm. any closing words or maybe something we may have missed you'd like to bring to the attention of our listeners? Uh, just the that uh, to say on the on their behalf, if you like, that um, it's been an incredible privilege for me and our organisation to be able to work with Gidja elders and artists and also Mirwong elders and artists with this project and to have not only their permissions and endorsements for this project but to have them enthusiastically involved in it and 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 driving it, increasingly driving it, excuse the pun as it were with a car but uh, increasingly drive its direction and 
uh, its future. And I think for them, this is a sort of gift that they're giving um, to on ultimately to the, the the community of Perth, where it will be in permanent display to the community at large, but also to Gidjar and Murong people that are in Perth, so they have this connection back to country. This is a long journey. That journey doesn't stop because it'll be on permanent display in the museum, which is so utterly fantastic that the museum did acquire the object and now putting it on, on display to share to share the process and, and to share story and country. Dos Mahoni, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today. Thanks, Bertrand.